Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my thoughts and ideas, a little bit of feedback and review of the artifact in Season of Dawn. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com. Or if you're watching on YouTube, hit like, subscribe, and the little bell button is a really, really easy and free way to support me. So every season, if you're unaware, maybe you took a break or you're just coming back, every season there's a new element in the game called the artifact and you can level it up and you get different things from it there are different mods it gives you bonus level currently i'm getting plus seven on my on my power and then there's different things i can unlock they kind of readjusted things and they the first lane is now all the champion modifiers and then the second lane is reload and then this is kind of the frivolous nobody cares about lane the middle lane with like glimmer and stuff then you come over here and you get some modifications for like uh breach resonators now combine and then like tenderizer and then the final lane some similars and some things coming back from the first time with like finishers and stuff so that stuff rotates every season and is new so this looks completely different in season of the undying than it does now and it's called the lantern of osiris so the first thing i want to talk about is the champion mods how they changed what do i think about how they've been implemented then i want to talk about the other mods on the artifact And then lastly, I want to talk about leveling, the artifact's influence on our experience and our thoughts about leveling. We are... We are doing leveling very differently. It seems like almost every season, every six to nine months, leveling kind of gets reinvented or goes through an evolution. And the artifact is certainly playing a part uh, in that. So first, let's just talk about the champion mods. So this time they decided to do anti-barrier as a combined uh, into bows, scouts, and pulses. So you got like the two rifle types, uh, and then you got bows on there for anti-barrier. Then there's three unstoppables. I, I don't know why they did it this way. Unstoppable on a scout, pulse, and bow, all separate. Uh, and then lastly down here, again, we have a repeat with the overload uh, on auto rifles. Now, personally, I think that it's good to see that the champions and the champion mods continue to be an influencer in the game. You're changing your loadout. You're doing different things. I wonder if it's if it's not an unnecessary pain point at this point in time. You did a combination for anti-barrier. You could have easily done a combination for unstoppable, and then on you know on down the line, you could have had others so we could use other weapons. I'm wondering if over time this is going to become a sore spot for the community whenever the new content comes out. And the example I'll give you is I was going into the sundial activity and there are unstoppable champions and there are anti-barrier champions in there well the opening week I can get an auto rifle a sidearm a grenade launcher and a linear fusion well unfortunately none of those new guns are over here there's no bow there's no pulse there is a scout but we can't get it yet and so and then oh there is an auto rifle but there's no overload champions this first week So there was a little bit of dissonance, I feel, in the content, and I mentioned this last season. Vex Offensive gave you four weapons, two of the weapons couldn't use any of the champion mods, so it seemed a little strange. I think we're in a similar boat in this situation yet again. They're kind of funneling you toward ranged weapons, pulses, scouts, and bows, and those weapons aren't very represented in the new weapon pool, in the guns, in the sundial so it's a little bit of a bummer to get a brand new grenade launcher and to get this linear fusion uh or to get a sidearm the sidearm's actually pretty fun and to get those weapons and you you can't 
you, you can't use them with the mods. You can't use these champion mods with those new weapons. It seems like a bit of a dissonance. At least before, when I got an SMG from Vex Offensive, I could slap anti-barrier on it, you know, and the subjunctive was really, really enjoyable. So I would like to see them potentially uh, open up the champion mods a, a little bit more. Maybe just say, hey, th- th- this is how it works. On single-fire weapons like a scout, a hand cannon, and a bow, those are your unstoppable options. That's fine with me. You gotta have to wait for it to like light up. You could, I guess you could throw in the pulse. And then with sustained damage uh, weapons like auto rifles or uh, SMGs or maybe even a pulse, uh, you know, or a, or a fast firing sidearm. These could be your anti-barrier and then overload could again show up again on auto rifles, SMGs, things that are shooting very quickly. I, I, I'm, I'm concerned that this isn't, this isn't landing quite right just yet, especially considering it ends up invalidating a lot of the new weapons that you're grinding for because you're going into an environment to grind for them. That environment has the champions. When you get a god roll, if you go back in to continue grinding the sundial, a lot of the weapons you're grinding for don't land on the champion mods. I would actually call that a mistake, but Bungie probably maybe either has other plans or they may have had internal conflict of ideas and this was just something that didn't land up in a harmonious, synergized way. Also, I still can't use champion mods on exotics, which is a bummer. Wish Ender is broken right now, so I was running Wish Ender. And I know I was running it because it was broken, but also it's like I couldn't put Unstoppable on it, which feels kind of dumb. It's like I'm running a bow. I'm running an exotic bow. Uh, you know, there's also the brand new Scout, which has it built into it and doesn't tell you that Unstoppable is built into the new exotic Scout. There's exotic pulses. There's exotic auto rifles. I really, really want to see that as a quality of life update to let us use these champion mods on exotic. So I love what champion mods do. I really do. I love that it pushes you to using different guns and types, but it ends up hurting the loot pool they deliver that season when a significant portion of that loot pool cannot engage with those mods. Let's talk about the other mods. I do like that they went to a enhanced rifle reloader. That was a smart play. That's well synergized. Pull scout and auto rifles. You just slap that on and can switch interchangeable and then enhanced rifle, you know, unflinching. Smart play. And then obviously your bow. I don't why I don't know why the sniper's on there. I guess they just had to throw one on there. And then enhanced linear fusion targeting. That's not bad. You know, you know given that uh given that they they have like a really good really good linear fusion uh, this season oh they got the wrong icon on there <laughs> all the icons the miniature icons all update to the right thing and this one for whatever reason is showing the enhanced rifle loader so I, I like that they went I think the reload ones are fine I think this lane is a total throwaway I would get rid of this glimmer lane I think it's completely superfluous and unnecessary they could do more with champion mods they could do more with mods for particular guns uh, explosive rounds or whatever uh, I do I really really like that they combine breach refractor with the other one into you get grenade uh, energy and melee energy when you get a kill with shield piercing and then this one tenderizer is really nice when you stagger something with unstoppable 
everybody's weapons do more damage and the rest of these are kind of repeats from what we have seen before guardian angel i'm excited to kind of try out especially because it's going to push you toward a scout or a bow or a linear fusion uh getting those healing orbs on the ground that could be really really helpful in sundial if you're using a scout and just putting them all over uh the ground you know we don't know how great the chance is i don't know if anybody's done a video on it yet but i like the sound of that one some of these other ones um activating void class abilities grants an overshield you know okay uh the finisher for heavy for one half of super i think is is a significant waste it's not that hard with ammo finder mods to keep heavy in your toe um Solar Plexus is basically the different version of Thunder Coil, and then we have From the Depths, just another repeat from last season. So, overall, I think this is a good idea. I just want to continue to see it evolve and provide that feedback to say, certain things seem pointless, certain things seem too restrictive, this could certainly uh, Im- you know, improve and get better. Lastly, let's talk about leveling. I actually really like where leveling has come. It's not really even a thought. It's a $10 season where I can just kind of jump into obelisks or the sundial or just running bounties to level up my artifact or my season pass. It's not really a huge thought. It's not this strong desire. I don't feel like I got to run 85 different activities that I have no interest in. I can just kind of play. The artifact has brought something to leveling that was needed. It's helpful to people all along the spectrum. You can really focus on it if you want to be like Chevy and just do nothing but, you know, the moon and lost sectors and bounties over and over and over again to hit level 92 on the season pass. Or you can ignore it and it'll kind of level up on its own anyway. So I really, really do like what this has done to leveling. I believe we're shifting away from big level bumps every single time they drop any content in the game. This will be one of the ways they get away with that. The artifact is kind of there as a backdrop. It also adds to the front heavy nature of the season it's front heavy you start out by unlocking all this stuff and experimenting it's front heavy on the season pass as well that's probably a really smart play from a marketing standpoint the people that only play you know for a week to a month and they kind of grind like crazy or they play more casually and they drift away they should have fond memories of getting lots of new experiences new mods new loadouts new things to try in those early weeks because the season is very front heavy and I believe that the artifact assists with that something about just grabbing bounties and playing and leveling up this in my season pass I really do enjoy I think the artifact is a, is a smart play and a smart push but it is time for them to maybe apply some of the feedback we've offered about champion modifiers champion modifier I'm um, ch- champion mods on exotics and some of the other things and apply that for next season so we're going to transition to Q&A if you're here live remember to click follow and turn on notifications if you're listening to this on iTunes Google Spotify or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about the Lantern of Osiris, the artifact this season for Season of Dawn. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. And if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, and the little bell button helps me out. We're going to jump right into the Q&A. We're only going to do about 30 minutes. This is right before reset when we got some new things coming to Destiny with the dawning and the new obelisks and a new boss. Uh, Forsaken, what's the most annoying weapon to fight against in Destiny? destiny i don't play a lot of pvp um so i never really cared for fighting against one-eyed mask recluses in the, in the crucible but in in pve i hate stomp more than any weapon that any enemy could ever use stomp or spamming of taken abilities i get really really annoyed by that stuff more than the weapon 
there aren't a lot of weapon like there's not a lot of weaponry in PVE that's like annoying and I know everybody's kind of railing against the Arbalest because it got a, it got a bump in aim assist and so <clears throat> everybody's discovered that it's really really easy to use I don't know about easy but it's popular uh, Tal with 39 months thank you so and again I don't play a lot of PvP so uh, the reason unrelated to the topic but what do you think about the community's lack of appreciation for the ornaments and cosmetics of the season pass I feel like Bungie will start to take some away uh, if they have no positive impact I don't think Bungie will take them away it's not like well you didn't thank us enough so we're taking them away I don't I don't think that that's how Bungie operates I think that the season pass and the ornaments on the season pass are there as a it's like a gateway to the Eververse. They want you to get cool stuff and like how you look, and then all of a sudden you look at your buddy, and you all kind of look the same, and you're like, "Mm, I wouldn't mind having some more stuff or some different stuff, and then you experiment with the ornaments, and when you experiment with the ornaments, you're more likely to then care about that sort of thing. Uh, So you would you would then be maybe more prone to buy something in the Eververse. I, I don't see them taking th- things out of the Season Pass. Season Pass feels like low-hanging fruit value. It's like we can add all this stuff here, somebody spends $10 in the lion's share, the community feels like they get enough They get enough grind and they get enough stuff, and then everything else is on top of that. So I, I, don't, I don't think they would get rid of it at all. Um, the Arbalest is popular right now because of the Komodo Fusion Quest. I believe, though, that the Arbalist was a sleeping giant in the same way that people suddenly realized Queen Breakers was broken because they switched from Sleeper. I feel like the increase in aim assist on linear fusions has made Arbalist absurd, and so people are using it uh, and continuing to use it beyond getting uh, their Komodo uh, fusion, linear fusion uh, uh, ritual weapon. Uh, because it, it was like everybody pivoted away from Sleeper and they went to Queen Breaker, and Queen Breakers had broken aim assist and nobody would have really figured that out if the if the if this if they would have left sleeper alone so the fact that they funneled everybody to that for the mission and and while they did that they raised the aim assist on linear fusions um it they they really uh they really have funneled a lot of people to that play style uh and you know and someone in chat saying it's it's always been pretty good but it just got that buff so it's it's uh it's it's going to be oversaturated because of the quest but then i think people are learning that it's a it's a solid weapon so it'll probably remain popular for a while Darak guitar can you tell us what exactly a charge of light is and what it does uh i'll do my best i don't know i i i'm gonna need a new yep i got new armor so you need new armor and charge of light is something that you can get and then benefit from. So first let's just address getting it. Becoming charged with light is addressed here on these green ones and I have to enable this or I can't become charged with light. So this one is become charged with light by finishing a combatant and it consumes one tenth of my super energy to become charged with light. Become charged with light by breaking enemy shield with matching energy type. That one's probably a more popular one because you're not losing super and busting shield types is pretty common if you're match as you know in matching become charged with light by picking up orbs with light that one is also a pretty popular one orbs with light are kind of everywhere now that's the getting that's how you become charged with light that's how you get it what happens when you have it that's what these yellow ones are for while you're charged with light gain a bonus to weapon damage each defeated enemy consumes one stack so it's not like an enduring so if you're doing the orb one and you get to like a 10 stack or something you're going to have 
increase weapon damage until the enemy is defeated. Now, gain a bonus, but you know, gain a bonus to weapon damage. I can see this one and the orb one coming in handy for boss damage. You could run over a bunch of orbs, get charged with light, get a high stack, and then get a pretty good uh, weapon damage bonus that doesn't deplete because you're not actually killing anything. So, because you're just doing damage to the boss. So there's a couple here that you would, you know, maybe want to use. That's essentially what it is. You, it's it, it's in this seasonal slot, the dawn armor slot, and it's something uh, that you have to activate in a way, and then it depletes depending on how you use it. The weapon buff that you get from Charge with Light is 20% until you get a kill. It does not stack with other buffs, but it does with debuffs. Oh, okay. So probably not as useful as weapons or a uh, or well of radiance, but still. You can do it on the fly. So probably not bad for just meat and potatoes content as you're running over orbs. You know, constantly having a 20% damage buff is pretty nice. Um, a, uh, a Tan Man says, How do you like the new artifact mods compared to the ones from last season? And how do you think the new barrier mods will affect the meta? I didn't, I, I have it written down as a note, and I didn't actually mention it in my talk. I, I went over it by mistake. Oppressive Darkness, I think, kind of spoiled us um, last season. I think Oppressive Darkness was was so nice and so fun, and there were so many builds where you could have really, really high uptime on grenades. It led to people sort of being, like, spoiled by it. I don't mean spoiled like a spoiled brat. I mean spoiled like it makes it difficult for you to enjoy the new ones because the new ones don't seem as influential. Uh, Oppressive Darkness was just ludicrous. I mean, you basically always had Tractor Cannon <laughs> if you were running the right build always having tractor cannon i mean basically that's you're giving us an exotic it's an exotic level perk that's what oppressive darkness was and you have it almost all the time if you have your guns built right and so i think it created a little bit of a maybe a, a bad expectation about what the artifact's going to bring every season i think the artifact is fine but as i gave feedback i want to see the champion mods become maybe a little less restrictive as well uh, as you know, thinking through what's the role of champions and what's the role of champion mods. Do you want everybody running around with scouts, pulses, and bows? Or do you want us to just be aware of the pain point and mitigate it? Um, it I, again, I'm just going to continue to come back to and say, it seems strange to say, here's a bunch of new weapons for the sundial. And there's like two that can use the, 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 anti, the anti-barrier or the unstoppable. And and that's it. And then the rest of them that are primaries are sort of like, well, guess I won't use this. It and again, it's because they're in there. If the champions weren't in the sundial, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. But the fact that grinding the sundial for god rolls has you earning weapons that can't then use the champion mods is a little strange. When I went in there excited with my new weapons, I didn't have any of the modifiers for the for the encounter because I was running an auto rifle and that cool new grenade launcher. It's a bit of a bummer to have to put those away during the season while I'm grinding because the content's like, you got to use a bow, a scout, or a pulse. And I'm like, you're not giving me a bow, a scout, or a pulse. You're giving me a scout, and that's it. There's one weapon in the whole weapon pool of the new activity that can use it. Well, there's the auto rifle, but that we haven't run into any overload guys in the in the sundial yet. So, I don't think that that's landing very well. I think that's I think that's unnecessarily restrictive and frustrating. And again, 
you're funneling us away from the very weapons we're grinding for it seems silly it's the content's relevant the guns are new and exciting and the content makes them irrelevant because you can't run the mods on them I, I, I classify that as a mistake um, I don't even know how many primaries there are. There's quite a few. Um, being able to put Unstoppable on the Saint shotgun would have been neat, you know? Get up in that guy's face and just, boom, just one good round of Unstoppable. You know, it, it, it's your first round. Um, as And if it's, I don't know, they could have done something with shotguns. Maybe you got to land two or something. They could have done something. And I think that the champion mods and the champions themselves... It's an idea that is still in its conceptual phase, and when it's in its conceptual phase, we're sort of the beta testers. I'm not saying that Bungie's using us to beta test. I'm saying they're trying to come up with things to make the game feel fresh, new, and different. I believe they're succeeding. I believe the collateral damage is we're losing some of that autonomy and freedom, and it breaks down some of the motivation of, that's awesome, I got a new grenade launcher. That's awesome, I got a new... Um, sidearm. Uh, I don't know how many other primaries there are that are going to be in there. There's even some that are returning from uh, the Curse of Osiris Forge, and you know, I, ha- I I can't run, I can't run some of the new stuff. I've got to run this. Now, to be fair, you could still run the grenade launcher. You could still run the linear fusion. You could still run. There is a pulse returning from the the forge, but there's two sidearms essentially and there's no bow and there's an auto rifle uh there's no pulse i don't think there's a pulse and there's a regular fusion you know they this is where they could have maybe even considered having the modifiers land on non-primaries so have an anti-barrier that lands on primaries and it functions differently depending on the weapon so anti-barrier is going to function differently on a hand cannon versus an smg or an auto rifle so there's just an anti-barrier mod you just slap it in the gun then there's an unstoppable mod you just slap it in the gun and then you could do and then overload and then you could do two more you could do an unstoppable and an anti-barrier that you can put on a fusion uh, uh, rifle and because nobody really uses fusions like regular fusions and unless you're running a rental and pvp um and so that could have been another thing they could have iterated on is we'll do three base you know mods anti-barrier unstoppable and overload and you can put those in any primary you want the rules in the background have already been created for how they work on the individual weapons and then we'll have two more that are meant for energy weapons um I don't know. The bow is iron banana. I was just talking about the new activity of the sundial specifically. Claytonks says, You might have answered this before, but how do you feel about the artifact being tied wholly to power progression and even subclass attunement and advancement in the future? It might cheapen the concept of individuality and being able to fully customize your own guardian with the light, if that makes sense. Well, I don't have a problem with being tied to power progression because power progression got reset every season anyways. It was just done in a different way. You were no longer at max and you were no longer ready to run endgame content. They moved all the goalposts downfield. Um, the subclass attunement and advancement um, does... I, it does, It's not tied to that. Um, I, you know, If you're asking, like, what do I feel about that? The artifact doesn't seem to be tied to subclass attunement and advancement. Um, it's certainly tied to what you might be equipping because of the mods on it. You might be equipping, you know, something to take advantage of, you know, the solar, the solar melee buff or something, but it's not doing anything. Um, oh, how would you feel? Cause it doesn't say that it says, how do you feel about, um, 
so you phrased your question uh, kind of poorly here. Um, it's a hypothetical. Oh, well, I, you, yeah, you didn't phrase this right. I, I would be okay with that, but I, I mean, I would need to see it fleshed out first. I mean, it's it's pretty it's a pretty generic suggestion, so it's hard for me to interact with it. Uh, Four King Ruler. I think we should get all mods from the artifact after maxing it, and it would open up more builds. Thoughts? We talked about that last night on the Rageous Roundtable. I don't think it's necessary to do two things. Number one, we should be able to just keep leveling this until every single thing is unlocked. And then you can eliminate this. Number two, if while I'm leveling this, I feel like resetting the artifact, it should be free and it should not freaking get more expensive. If you want to charge me something, that's fine. Just make it 10,000 glimmer every time. It getting more and more and more and more expensive, I have absolutely no idea why um, they decided to do that. And I do think... As I'm leveling throughout the season, just let me unlock all of them. I, you know, you can only equip so many mods anyway. It's not going to lead to any broken builds. I, that's, it, you know, I maybe it would lead to some broken builds. I don't know. Maybe they make you spend so much in the first couple rows that you can't get all of the final row or something, and that's on purpose. I don't know. And way, uh, and a way to make us use glimmer. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The center row, I think, is going to be. They're probably going to run a report, and this is going to be the least used row this season. This center row, uh, wishwash. I'm starting to find myself frustrated with the artifact mods when applying them to armor, and need to take so much time to reapply if I want to run a slightly different build. Do you think it would be better to have them pass like passive abilities and active through the artifact without the need to be slotted? Um. Yo, eight months from Robbie. Thank you, Jetlag with eleven months. Thank you. The I think originally, I think initially, people thought they would just be things that you unlock that are passive, um, and not require you to like slot them into armor. The only reason I don't think that works is there's something about armor 2.0 and the artifact interacting that I think works really well. You give people this sense of, you're getting these things, now slap them in your armor and that's a sacrifice that you make. Oh, you want to run? You, you, you want to run Breach Resonator and Tenderizer? Oh, you're going to have to make some sacrifices in your build. That's that's how that's how customization and min-maxing is supposed to work. There has to be a sacrifice made when you're when you're turning some a particular thing on and i don't know if you want to get rid of that because you if the, if you just unlock things and they're always active number one some people might not even see it and be like well where is it and again i think it synergizes well with armor 2.0 um mccheshire Given that the artifact lasts one season, do you think that there should be more interesting tie-in mods to the seasonal activity? Um, yeah, maybe. Since it does get retired, they could do that. They could completely get rid of this entire center lane that's all glimmer-oriented, and these could all be sundial mods. Uh, that, that would be an interesting take, I think, because then it would be like, oh, well, of course those are going away next season. You know, those are mods for the for the sundial activity, and the sundial activity is going away um it might be difficult for them to restrict to have a mod restricted to a particular game mode that might be one of the reasons why they can't do it but if if they're able 
if they're able to do that, that would be my first decision if I was in charge. I would totally get rid of the glimmer lane because it's it's just totally unneeded and kind of dumb, honestly. And I would add perks that are while in the sundial blank, you know, doing this in the sundial blank, uh, you know, things like that. I think would be good because then it would create builds for sundial, and those ones would be retiring in a sensible way. They're retiring with the artifact and the season, and so is the seasonal activity. Peter Iliak says, Is there any reason why world armor drops don't drop with the seasonal mod slot? Am I not seeing something that could uh, break the game? Seems harmless to me. I We were talking about this maybe yesterday, and I said it does make sense to me that the world, the world drops they should drop with the seasonal slot that's contextual to the season that they showed up in. So if you get a pair of Tangled Shore boots in Season of Undying, it should just have that slot. Same with Season of Dawn. It, the way they've limited it doesn't really make sense because you can't say, oh, they've limited it to endgame activities. No, they haven't. You get you get seasonal mod slots on you know armor from the season pass more than likely it's because they have to go back in and, and and add that to every single armor piece and that would be a significant update to that to the world pool drops because it's like you'd have to go in and say all right now they all have this now they all have that um and that's more than likely why they don't do it because you know those things uh those things aren't necessary i don't i don't think so i think if you're wanting to use the new stuff, you got to kind of have to grind for the new armor. I don't seem to see a, a way forward for armor that isn't continually sort of changing enough rooting things because I don't think they've arrived just yet. You know, the, the armor itself doesn't really have any form of intentional grind. The intentional aspect of the armor is when you can just like move mods around i would say i like that i like constantly moving mods around and feeling like i'm constantly changing things but the other the flip side of that is i don't feel like i'm ever changing my armor i'm just changing my mods mods there and and their and their their stats are kind of becoming superfluous i'm just looking at the affinity all it needs is decent stats and the right affinity that's all I need. I don't need anything else. I don't need to, to have a god roll pair of gauntlets. I just need them to have the right affinity so I can use the mods that I want. Um, and so for, when I look at the armor system, I think that's one of the potential problems right now is they introduce stat rolls. And I think more and more stat rolls are either a frustration for people because they can't get a good roll on the affinity that they like or folks are starting to think like me and they're like stats don't matter that much as long as the stats are decently trending toward what i'm using and it's the right affinity i'll i'm wearing you know most of my stuff's in the mid to low 50s on the base stat roll because i i i'm i just need the affinity to be right so i can run i can run the um i can run the the mods that i want those the mods feel more influential than the stats Eknor is the rage in the rage's roundtable you guys were discussing that we should be able to unlock all the mods do you think it would be better to keep it limited instead of, uh, of mods these are perks that are active all the time yeah somebody just asked about having perks that are just active all the time um uh 
having passive perks on there you just again you got to be careful i think they're restricting it as well as tying it to the armor to give you the sense of like you're building a build you're you know you're you're using the mod system and the armor 2.0 system uh you know and being able to unlock all the mods i mean it could lead to some things that are a little silly and a little broken but with all the energy costs that it takes to equip like all of the mods you couldn't just because you have all the mods unlocked on this on the the artifact doesn't mean you're going to come up with some insanely you know voltron broken build where every mod is equipped um and the other thing to consider is i could conceivably do that now anyway I could constantly reset it and change things around. I would have access to every mod, just not at the same time. I would be curious if Bungie knows about mod combinations on the artifact that they're trying to prevent, and that's why they're doing it that way. Double V33. Does it feel that mods like Arc Battery and Void Battery are a bit too powerful? In PvP, it is very discouraging uh, that this pretty much gives players a whole nother health bar due to the overshield by simply dodging or rifting. I mean, this is why the nature of PvP and balance will just continue to be a discussion because they try and add something cool to make us feel stronger and more powerful and then it lands in the crucible and people are like, why did you do this? This is terrible. You know, people tend to get the most frustrated by the things that they... Anytime they try and give us power... It seems to land in its most frustrating version of itself uh, in the Crucible. So, uh, Demons TV. What do you think meta weapons in terms of artifact mods could be next season? Since we already pretty much have used all primaries except for sidearms, uh, we'll see special ammo weapons with artifact mods. I have. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know, nor do I care to guess. It's just pointless to guess about that. It's so far away anyway. Beer Pie. Do you think next year they will have champion mods as generic mod unlocks for all weapons? This would free up space on the artifact for some unique mods like Oppressive Darkness, Disruption, Tenderizer. They could get rid of the entire lane with the Glimmer stuff, and they could probably give us more unique stuff. I don't know if they're going to do this. Um... I could see them saying, yeah, all champion mods are just available now. Champions are a permanent addition to the game, and we don't want you to have to seasonally hop from weapon to weapon to weapon. Run what you want, but you've slowly learned which weapons do what with which, you know, with certain modifiers. So, Concept X, uh, X2. With Bungie guiding us towards certain weapon types, do you believe this may be an effort to collect data for future sandbox changes? For example, most everyone was using the Recluse, and they were unable to see what needs to be done overall. Um, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand the last part of your question. Uh, I would say that guiding us to certain weapons isn't necessarily to collect data. I don't necessarily think that's exactly what's going on. Uh, I do think though, I do think though, whenever they're funneling us to weapons, it's primarily motivated by keeping things fresh. It's like, Hey, switch it up. Try something new. Like I, like I said last night, I think on the Rage's Roundtable, unstoppable on a bow is actually really fun. I mean, it, 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 it feels kind of snappy. Uh, it, you know, it feels kind of good. And I probably wouldn't have done that i would have just kept running a hand cannon with unstoppable so while i say that they shouldn't do it and they and they should lean away from restricting our loadouts i'm also saying in the same breath that i'm i kind of like one of the things they pushed me toward um you know now 
if I was Bungie, I would maybe consider saying, we're going to open it up to where Unstoppable can be on a bow or a hand cannon or this or that. And then you might say, see, but now, Lona, you're just going to go back to your, your same old tired loadout of a hand cannon and a shotgun. Well, that's where modifiers could come into play. They could say, you know, th- this this certain activity has the modifier this week called Archer's Archer's Aim or, or True Hand or something. And Unstoppable on a Bow gets like bonus damage or something. It would be a modifier to say, well, yeah, you can run Unstoppable on your hand cannon, but this week you might want to try the bow because they've got this they've got this modifier in there that makes Unstoppable is is stronger on bows right now. And then the next week they could say, yeah, anti barrier. Uh, anti-barrier is giving a crazy damage buff if you run anti-barrier on a sidearm they could call it up close and personal and so that week you're like oh man for the anti-barrier guys I want to run a sidearm because anytime their shields are popping up you know sidearms are just ripping through uh, with anti-barrier rounds I would say give us freedom to choose what we want and then funnel us with benefits right now they're not funneling us with benefits they're sort of saying well yeah you literally can't do that you literally can't stop the unstoppable guys or the anti-barrier guys. You can't do it unless you run these weapons instead of the weapons you were running before. So I would say any weapon that can run anti-barrier, unstoppable, or overload, they can all run them, but the modifiers are going to rotate, and then that's what makes you kind of change things up. We've continued to talk about how modifiers should be there to make you sort of lean into a loadout theme, not make you feel like your tissue paper, like glass or blackout or any of the other ones that are really frustrating to deal with, so you end up hiding and you don't feel like a champion or a guardian of light, you feel like a chump. I think modifiers should do that. You look at the modifiers and you say, I really prefer to run anti-barrier on an SMG, but doggone it, they're saying that anti-barrier on a sidearm this week gets a damage buff. And you try it and you're like, that was awesome. That really that really, you know, ripped through that guy's anti-barrier and it did increase damage to the champion after the fact. You know, it something as a you know as a modifier to the activity. You don't have to do that. You can be like, nah, I like running my subjunctive. I like running my recluse. I'm just going to keep running those with anti-barriers. I don't really feel like running, you know, running a sidearm. You know, you don't have to. But there would be a clear benefit in the game for you to funnel toward certain certain weapon types. And then the beauty of that is you can do that weekly. You don't, like, the entire season, we're all going to get sick of running scouts, bows, and pulses. But if weekly you were changing from one to the other, you know, you were you, you call one, like, you know, the, uh, you call, I don't even know what you call it, like the Unseen Warrior. And that would be one for scouts, like, for distance fighting. You, you could crack shields or do Unstoppable and get a damage buff on scouts so one week you're running scouts and saying like oh this isn't so bad with the with the buff they feel kind of good and then the next week they do a modifier for bows and so every week it's a little spicier a little different you know a little different flavors instead of three months of being like we got to run pulses bows or scouts the whole dadgum season ugh. if you don't like those that's a bit of a bummer it's a bit of a downer for the activities people might be more inclined to say I really like running a bow with Unstoppable. It felt really good. It felt really good because of that modifier. And then their experience is is, is influenced by fun rather than like 
passive coercion where they felt like, well, we gotta run it, somebody's gotta run it, or these unstoppable and these 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 you know anti-barriers. Especially, here's the other thing to consider. Bungie has to consider you're adding these modifiers, you're adding these modifiers to content that is match made. And I think one of the biggest headaches people have been talking about in in the in the sundial is people aren't running the freaking the, the, the champion mods. They're running around with their recluses and their shotguns and their hand cannons and they're ru- running they're not running the you know the champion modifiers. Um so how after me engaging with champions? Sundial and Endgame, 90% of the loot's runnable, don't need it. Right, and we're talking about the seasonal content, T-Funk. So, when I'm going to play seasonal content, because that's relevant, and I'm going to use the new guns that I got from the content, because that's relevant, it shouldn't be an experience that is either unenjoyable or restrictive, or, as I said before, it's dissonant. It's like, well... I got a bunch of great weapons from this encounter in the sundial and I want to grind for more, but I can't even run the modifiers for the champions on the guns that I just got from the activity that they're standing in. Um, so, and especially if they're going to continue to add champions to new things or match made activities or activities that might be slightly harder, I really do think you they need to consider opening up some freedom on those on those champion mods so we can put them on other weapons and then if you want to funnel me toward as I said bows or sidearms or scouts or whatever because of modifiers for that week I think that would be a much better system you're more likely to run into people that are actually running the mods because it's a little bit easier there's a little bit more freedom they can be put on exotics and other things and then you're also more likely to then try and experiment because the modifiers are sort of funneling you toward that. I don't know if there's going to be a download today. I thought there was going to be. I thought there was going to be a download today. Ryan, do you even see a point in not letting you unlock everything on the artifact? We already addressed this one. There could be there could be potential combinations that we aren't foreseeing. Andrew. Why do you think we are not seeing uh, an oppressive uh, um, equivalent? Possibly because it would make Melting Point obsolete? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There, there could be a variety of reasons that they, they decided to to not do another oppressive darkness. It could have been one of those things where they wanted everybody to pay attention. They wanted everybody to pay attention to the artifact. And a really good way of doing that is putting something strong on it that's at like the end, right? It's at the it's at the end, um, and then so everybody paid attention to it. And then obviously they can't do that every single season, so I think they had to dial it back and say, "Eh, we can't really do oppressive darkness this next season." Um, and so it and and what Flame is saying is that oppressive was so good that if you ran a non-void subclass, it effectively made everything harder. Yeah, right now I don't feel like I have to run a certain subclass because they put some insanely strong thing on it, you know? Uh, Misery. Do you feel that the armor coming from the past, only being given as void affinity, misses a mark when the previous season we had rotating affinities? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why they decided to do that. Maybe they just realized that most people wanted void, so they're, you know, it's a little hat tip to the community, like, we know most of you guys want void. Um, just wanna, I, I don't know. That might be why they did it. 
Uh, by the way, if you're new, we're waiting on maintenance in the download to conclude. If you've never been here before and you're enjoying your stay, it's a family-friendly stream. It's like an interactive podcast where you can have discussions with me and kind of leave it on while you're grinding or whatever. Uh, remember to click the follow button. Following and turning on notifications is a free and easy way to support me. And tonight is the first night for the Merry Frickmas special. The Five Nights of Frickmas is tonight, the first night at 9 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you're following here and on Twitter with notifications so you don't miss it. It's a fun time, and they're really short episodes. So thank you for being here. We're waiting to see. I'm going to keep opening and closing Steam to see if I can get the update uh, to uh, to proc. And we'll just do, we'll just, until we can get in, we'll just keep doing questions. Roman says, I know you've said before that Crucible has had enough to grind for, um, that Crucible has had enough to grind for. That Crucible has enough to grind for, but when would you say to someone like me who hasn't had anything new to grind for in Crucible since I got Unbroken two seasons ago? I've not been actually saying that. I I I felt like there was plenty to chase in Shadowkeep as a whole as a whole DLC, but I still feel like you guys got left out in the cold. I did a tweet last week and I said last night they really should have done something with Shaxx. At the very least, they should have given him frames. They brought back weapons like the Old Fashioned and Hawthorne Shotgun and all these things. Why not at least put those in, in, in Shaxx's inventory as a frame? I don't know if I've ever said that the Crucible has enough to grind for. I feel like I've usually said the opposite. Is You guys really haven't had anything uh, to, to, to go for. And I took up for you guys last night on the Rageous Roundtable and said, if you look at an obelisk menu... The obelisk menu basically shows that as you level it, you get benefits for that season, and there's weapon frames. They should have done that with shacks. As you level your ranking with shacks, there could be ornaments, there could be shaders, there could be ships, there could be sparrows. Uh, and then on top of that, you could also then say, oh, we've got these weapon frames uh, as well. So you're getting the capacity message. I'm not getting a download, though. I'm not getting an update. Um... I don't know how to get it to say last updated. Oh, no, I got to go to the home. I got to go to the home, and then I got to scroll down and highlight it. Um, Updated one week ago. Yeah, I'm not getting a download. So I just going to, I guess, going to continue to close and reopen Steam to try to get it. Oh, there was no update? Oh. People said there was an update. Um, I guess I'll just boot the game up. And just get into queue with everyone else. Give me one second here. Um, so yeah, I think they need to do something with shacks. You, if you're gonna grind crucible, okay. If you're gonna grind crucible, people are like, oh, well, they got three v three elim in a new map. Okay, but if I'm gonna grind crucible all season, it'd be cool to have something like. I think that's one of the reasons why. Uh, that's one of the reasons why they've said that the crucible fans have said we don't we don't even have it doesn't even take that long to get the ritual weapon well they're not necessarily saying we want a really really long and painful grind for the ritual weapon but they're like i have nothing that that spans the season right i have nothing that spans the season yeah people are saying there is an update they're saying 100% there's an update yeah i think there is I've reset Steam multiple times and I'm not getting it. Maybe I needed to reopen the game um, and then close out of it. I, I've done that multiple times. I'm going to the taskbar and closing Steam altogether. Let me leave Steam closed for just a little bit. Just a little bit. 
uh, Arson at Dawn says, do you believe that they are stuck with, uh, they're with a, hang on. Do you believe they should have stuck with a strong elemental affinity for the artifact like last season? Um, uh, it just feels like it feels weird having two void mods on the artifact. Also, thanks for being a very entertaining streamer and always talking on mental health awareness. Oh, thank you. Um, I, yeah, I, I feel like they should, it'd be cool. Um, if it'd be cool if they went in and said, let's get rid of the entire glimmer lane. Because you don't really need help getting Glimmer from ads and stuff. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Chevy does because he went crazy buying, you know, repeatables from Eris. But o- ordinarily, I don't think anybody's really looking at those Glimmer mods. I would take that entire lane out and it'd be cool to add different mods for all the subclasses. So like do something for void grenades, do something for arc melee, do something for, for uh, you know, solar supers or something. And so you could kind of shuffle between all of them to figure some things out. I thought it was weird that they kind of went crazy with all the solar updates and there's not much solar stuff on the artifact. I was anticipating an oppressive darkness for solar. You know what I mean? Can you not right click on your game list and have the option to check for updates? I don't think that's something that I've ever been able to do in Steam. I can go to manage and I can browse local files, hide, uninstall, uh, add to favorites, and I can go to properties. I, I, I've never been able to say, hey, check for an update. Steam, for whatever reason, doesn't really give you the option uh, to do that. Yeah, like oppressive flames or something. Um, like a like a melting point for your grenades. I don't know. Um, it did, it did, uh, it did seem strange that they didn't do that. Concept says... Do you think we will ever see mods on heavy weapons? Would be nice to be able to have something on LMGs. Maybe I could run an exotic and I would There are mods on the on the on the There are mods on heavies. What are you talking about? Um uh you you can run mods on 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 heavies. You can't run any of the If you're talking about the champion mods, that'd be cool. Uh that'd be that would that would be that would definitely be pretty cool. Um, if you mean the seasonal mods, yeah, I, I would love to see that expanded. I think they should just unlock all the ones we've gotten up to now as primary mods, and then next season really free it up and say, this season we've got champion mods for energy weapons and heavy weapons, you know? Um, so, people are saying that they're in a queue, but then other people are saying the servers are down. Nighthawks just got the update. I think they must just be rolling it out. Uh, they're likely... They're likely rolling out the updates and it hasn't hit my region yet. I'll just keep resetting Steam. Uh, Dark Seraphim. Do you think Charge with Light... Do you think Charge with Light works as a true RPG mechanic to give us better build diversity? Along with that, is there a possibility of getting more tiers for our armor so we can fit many things on it? Um... Yeah, I don't know. I've not experimented enough with Charge with Light to really comment on it. I, I've, I've literally just kind of read it and envisioned things that you could do. Um, so for true build diversity, we're, we're, this is a better question suited for probably the end of the season um, when it'll be um, it'll be more obvious uh, that you know people are doing different things with different builds thought it was free why is there so little armor with the season's mod slot it took uh it looks like it will be more impactful than last season but where to get it 
Um, maybe, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're trying to, maybe they're trying to, you know, slowly roll it out, roll it out this season, have even more next season with it, you know, maybe easier to obtain, easier to grind for, uh, you know, there's a variety of things they could do where, you know, they could say, Hey, um, I don't know why I'm, I can't connect. Oh, there we go. I was like, I can't even connect to my friends, uh, in steam. Um, you know, they could, they could do something like that. Uh, error did a video and charge with light. It's essentially just having an empowering riff built into you. Uh, said it's overall pretty meh. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, law enforcer. I missed your four month resub. Thank you. 15 months from uncharted word. Thank you very much. Yeah. I can't seem to get this thing. Uh, to uh, to update. I am I am trying. I just keep closing and restarting. Um, there are mods to get more. We haven't seen everything yet. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they're done yet with Charge with Light. Vasok says, "How would you feel about having seasonal mods like Unstoppable work and synergize with specific weapon perks? Example: having Archer's Tempo proc will deal extra damage to shields. This could be possible way to lure people away from." Uh, metal metal damage dealing and reload perks as well I mean obviously there I think are better ways to move people toward these and that's why I said modifiers would be a better option Um, that would be a better option I'm getting a download now for destiny Instead of saying you can only do pulses, scouts, and bows, say this week bows get a bonus if you if you if you unstop something, you know, if you stun some unstoppable champion, you know, you get something there. So, by the way, if you're new to my stream, if you've never been here before, thank you for being here. Uh, this is a very interactive style thing that we do, especially when there's downtime. We do a question and answer session. We're talking about the season of Dawn artifact. We're gonna dive in and check out all the new stuff, the new boss, the new obelisks. So keep it here. Remember, clicking follow and turning on notifications is the easiest and the free way to support my channel clicking that heart button and turning on notifications also tonight if you watched it last year or you're interested in watching it tonight at 9 p.m eastern will be the very first of the five nights of frickmas uh i say frick a lot so merry frickmas and there's an ugly merry frickmas christmas sweater we'll be drinking i sit by the fire we've got a cozy little scene built it looks really good and i read you some christmas stories and sing you some destiny christmas carols people have rewritten christmas carols with destiny songs so be here tonight for that make sure you're following me here uh or on twitter uh that way you cannot miss those so you can get those those notifications beer pie says how would you feel about changing the center mods from glimmer to the seasonal currency like polarized fractaline oh i like where your head's at this would obviously have to cost more than one mod uh and not drop a lot of energy but be an additional grind for currency that's pretty smart i i like that that'd be a pretty good move as opposed to being like more glimmer from minotaurs the frick like i think this is a better idea than what they're presently having i would say nerk the nuke nerk i would say nuke the currency lane and and just do something completely different but at the very least what you're talking about would be better than what we presently have executioner i apologize if this is off topic but i missed yesterday's q a in regards to armor ornaments and the reason to grind armor do you think it would be a good idea for armor ornaments only to be unlocked if you got max stat roll on seasonal armor 
Yeah, there's a couple of ways they could do this. I don't want it to be super easy to get a, an entire armor set as an ornament from an activity. I think that that's dangerous because you can trivialize the content and just turn it into a transaction of pretty stuff instead of grinding it for good stat rolls and grinding for you know good things. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, I you know I, I've I've uh, I, I just ran it a couple of times. I got all five armor pieces, and now I'm I'm kind of done. So I am actually going to end Q&A there because we're in. Let's go check out some stuff. Appreciate you guys listening to all the other locations, Google Play and iTunes and Spotify. As always, you can click like, share, and subscribe and share this with people that you think might like it. And if you're listening live, be sure to click the follow button and turn on notifications. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.